Is this a list of the best 24 under 25 today? Or is this a list of the 24 under 25 that we want moving forward? I think it's moving forward. Okay. So we should that's set what I'm, what, that's what I'm going on as well. So we should set like next five years, next 10 it's, years. I, I think this is not the time to have like the contract discussion. Mm-hmm. Like is oh, Kate, I'm not even factoring. Yeah, no, like is Kate I'm literally Cunningham factoring making, ability. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, we don't, I don't care that like Kate Cunningham is making only whatever he's made on average, like $8 million a year for the next three years versus, you know, uh, Luka Doncic is going to be making, you know, 38 or whatever it is like that's, and I don't even think we should factor in team control. I just think it's like, just as players, it's ability. Yeah. Yeah. Like who do you want? You for the, whatever, for the foreseeable. Let's future. go next five years. Cause that's a max sure. contract. Fine, Cause if great. you want to factor contract, then it's like, let's just put all these guys in a pool. And if we're signing them to a five-year contract, what would it be? Like, who would we want in that order? If fine. You want to do five, five years. Is the, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Great. And that uh, the reason why is because like, there are some younger guys that like I'm betting on their upside. There are some older guys that I think we've capped out what their upside is that might be higher on this list for some people, but be lower on our list because we're factoring an upside for somebody else. Yes. Which I'm staring at somebody now that might come into play. Um, All right. Well, I broke my, I I got my, I got the first pick and it's an obvious one. So I'm just going to banter a little bit before I take Luca. Um, So I broke mine up into four tiers. My research, I have a tier of eight that is potential first teamers. And some have already made some first teams. Um, the second tier is a tier of seven of all NBA teamers, which okay. guys can make an all NBA team in the future. Then there's a group of seven that is all-star teamers, which guys you might okay. make an all-star team. And then there's a list of 27 that is just the re- the best of the rest. There's, there's I, I went through the entire league and just looked at birthdays. By the way, wow. Guy that might come up later. I'll, I'll, I'll wait until we get to that point. But there is a person who turned 24 today. So happy birthday to them. When he comes, he might, he might be in the top 24 today. Yes. And this is under 25. He's eligible for this draft, but he turned 24 today. And I have him in the all-star teamers. In fact, I think he made the all-star team this year. So we'll see. Um, I have birthdays written down too. So we can go through and and point out birthdays. There's also somebody on this list that I noticed um, has only had like six birthdays in their life because they're born on February 29th. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to him. That must have been rough. So Luka Doncic is the number one overall pick, by the way. This is this was an easy number one pick as well. While I, I guess the injury concern is there, I think if we're going on upside, there's no person's upside I want to bet on more than Luka Doncic. Um because it's because it's it's a bit at this point. I'll just bring up the conversation that just got had uh on the on the low post in terms of um Ranking Tatum in terms of who who would you want right now? And my, Tatum's my pick. I, I mm-hmm. also think that that's just as obvious. And by the way, I also did tiers, and these two were in a tier by themselves. Oh, interesting. Because okay. I think there is a because no, because it's it's simple. Uh, it makes sense. It's an MVP tier. Well, it's, it's who who could be the best player on a championship team right now, and I think these are the only two people who are in that tier. And um. Mm-hmm. 
I think they're the only two people in the right in that now tier. is the key word of that sentence. Yeah. Right, right now. now is the key word. I and have look, another guy that I'm about to shock you with. So. OK, no, that's fine. But like. Until you until you show and look, you could argue that I think Luca's already proven he, he is. He could be the best player in a championship team. Some would say like, well, you're not the best, but you can't be the best player in a championship team. until you win a championship as the best player? And like, if that's your view, that's fine. I would say Luca's already there. And I would say based on what Tatum has done so far this season, like he, he has pushed himself into that too. I think it's clearly Luca one and then Tatum. Although, you know, they, they were, when they were talking about it, they were, I think it was Zach and, uh, I forget who he was talking to. I think he was talking to Bond Temps. Um, they were a little bit more that it's even, but you know, to each they were own. respectful of Jason Tatum. I think, I think the Mavericks are, or even were, and might even still be, they are a stupid decision by Jason Kidd away from me answering your question earlier of who I have as a title favorite. Oh, that's yeah. Sure. Like if, if Luke could play game one and two, I think they're up to oh, and I think they look super strong. We'd be having way more like, holy shit, Utah's really gonna get swept in the first round, and this is the end of this version of their run. Yeah. And instead we had to wonder if they'd win game one or two, and we'll see what a hobbled Luca looks like the rest of the series if they can come back and yeah. get home court back and win the series. Um, well, he needs to play first. So okay. <laughs> so, Number three. Shock me. Come on. Do I do it now? I'm wondering where the hell you're going. So there's a projection of five years from now that we're also doing. There's also a recency bias with this pick, I think. And I also know I'm going to be able to get one of the guys that I have ahead of this person. I'm so high on Anthony Edwards after what I saw down the stretch of the season. Okay. Listen, I think there's a first team all NBA in this guy in the sooner rather than later future. And what I saw at the end of the Clipper game with Paul George on the court, what I saw in game one against a Memphis team that has looked like a well-oiled machine all year. It wasn't even just that, like, like Memphis was getting whatever they wanted as well. Like, uh, like Ja was able to get to the line consistently And it just didn't matter because the offense was running through Anthony Edwards and he was either creating for others, creating mismatches that we talk about all the time. The Knicks are never able to create. Um, Or he was just like taking advantage, like with double teams going through them and scoring at will. I'm so high at Anthony Edwards that this could be the the Dwayne Wade 2.0 comp is, is legit for me. So I'll go Anthony Edwards here. So you, you are taking him here. Yes. Wow. I there's a defensive aspect that I can't get over for one guy. And there's a, your team is, was like 22 and five with you this year or 20 and five without you this year thing that I can't get over with the other guy, which I'm about to get. Cause you're going to, you might take one of them. So let me just say for Edwards, um, I don't think it's great. I don't, let me, I'll say this. I think it's probably a little early. It might be to take him here right now, especially since I was not, I was not going to take him with my, but I thought you might. Okay. I thought you might, which is why I wanted him. This is a guy I I wanted on my team to make sure. I I know I'm going to get one of the next guys that I get. I I wasn't going to take him. That said, if we look back on this conversation (laughs) in, we can look back on this conversation in a year and 
there's a ch- and it's like, oh yeah, sure. Edwards was the was actually turned out to be the obvious pick. Um, he just finished his age 20 season, averaging uh 21.3 uh, points, little under five rebounds. And here's the big one for me, just under four assists per game, which like if you don't think that that sounds like a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go back to RJ for a lot of comps for this because it's what Knicks fans are used to like watching. It's like we, we often gush about RJ's playmaking. He averaged three assists a game. Actually sneak. He actually was 2.97. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anthony Edwards, who was a guy who came out of college with the reputation of a ball hog and like, just like wasn't going to pass and like, wasn't going to make like the smart plays. He's averaging almost four assists a game and he's a year younger um, he's going to get that number over five probably as soon as next season. And the bigger thing is uh, the other knock on him was that he, he he couldn't shoot or like he took too many bad shots. It's not just the fact that he took uh, 8.4 threes per game and hit them at nearly a 36% clips. He was one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh in pull-up three-point attempts this year behind only... Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and James Harden. He hit those pull-ups at a 32.5% clip. It's a little low. It's a little low. But at the same time, you look at Harden. Harden hit him at a 33.2% clip. Tatum, 33.4. Van Fleet, who was one spot after Edwards, 33.1. So, like, no, he's not like Trey Young or Steph Curry on pull-ups yet, but those guys are literally the best in the world. Uh The fact that he's that pull-up game is already this dangerous and what he could do when he puts the ball on the floor and drives, like you said it, like this guy might get to a point pretty soon where like just defenses can't stop him. So yeah, I'm projecting all the stats you've talked about around this year. Like I'm projecting over the next five years, I would rather have Anthony Edwards, man, what I've seen the last two days, the last really the last three games. And you add in like the last month or two of them. Like every time I watched the Timberwolves, it was like, oh, wow, this is a, a fun it's, team with a really dangerous star on the on the rise. There's no reason not, why they can't be a three or four seed next year. And we're talking about them the way we talked about Memphis this year. You know, it's not crazy. Um, speaking of Memphis, uh, that's my pick. I'm going to take Ja. So you're going Ja. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Chalk. Um, I don't think I need to talk. About I actually don't know if it's Chalk. Look, I'm not going to say another name because I don't know which way you're going to go. Okay. Um, He's was, is he 20? He's 22, right? John Moran is 20, 20, 22 years old. We'll be 23 in August. Yes. Okay, fine. He's 22. He's going to be 23. Um, He's going to make an all NBA, all NBA team this year. Um, Second or third team, whatever it is. Uh, Like, you know, Go look up the list of guys throughout NBA history who have made an all NBA team at 22 years old. It's not a long list. Um, I think there's, I think there's Derek Rose potential here in terms of like mm-hmm. early Rose. Um, I, yeah, I don't have much. I don't have much more to say. It, it, it's I, John big fan of Ja. The the 20 and five without him thing. I, I want to make clear that like. It, it, it more just throws me off because I, I watch Grizzlies games, I think, enough that I'm like, yeah, best player on the floor is John Morant tonight. Their, their engine is him. And yet... He's not I perfect. See, right. Like there, there's, there's flaws to him, but I don't think it's to the point where he's not worthy of being a top three or four pick in this draft. And mentioned on this list, now, 
the person I was wondering if, whether you were going to go with, and I don't think if he gets past me that he'll like, I think you'll take him is Trey young. And that I was, seen, he's the other guy. So he's Trey guy. <sighs> defensive liability aside, right. and you just, you saw it. The heat have, this is where the genius of our expulsion just continues to shine. Like, the way they're attacking Trey, both offensively and defensively, where they're picking him up at three quarters court. And then like Kyle Lowry's doing all this Kyle Lowry bullshit. And they're literally switching every creator on to Trey Young on offense, where it's like, oh, Jimmy, now you're guarding Jimmy Butler. Oh, now you're guarding Tyler Hero. Oh, now you're guarding Kyle Lowry. Is You're seeing all the flaws in his game in this Miami series. Having said that, the reason I have him on potential first teamers or future first teamers, look, there's a world where they trade for Rudy Gobert and he just does everything he does for Donovan Mitchell and making up for any liabilities, but to like an elite level that like the Hawks win 55 games next year and like, oh, the Hawks won 55 games and Trey is doing this. Let's put him on a first team that I think he has to be the pick here. Um I've seen some Twitter discourse who's better. And I know how you feel about Twitter, but I've also heard smart basketball minds say, or at least have the conversation of who would you rather have Trey or Ja? And Trey has a following. And I think a reasonable case that the ceiling of him offensively is higher than any ceiling Ja will get to offensively or defensively. Um, the floor is way too low defensively well, that it evens it out. But offensively, he's one of the best in the sport right now. So I'll take him now. Here's the here's the pushback on Trey. Mm-hmm. And I'll say Jaws not a good defender. And he's probably never going to be a good defender. But Trey is such a is such a bad. He's such a minus on that end mm-hmm. that I think the the hesitation is. He almost needs to be the best offensive player in the sport to make up for the fact that any smart, good team. And there's like last year, he didn't run into one of those teams until the conference finals. Mm -hmm. But like there are usually two or three or four or maybe more good, really good, smart teams in the playoffs. And like he will never... Again, unless his offense just gets to like 2016 Steph Curry levels, I don't think he's ever going to make up for that defense to to make the make the equation positive in his in his favor. And I think there is an argument that like no team is with Trey Young in it is ever going to like be able to win at all because of Mm -hmm. that issue, which is why he's 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 whatever he's five here, you know. So to use a baseball analogy, he's a DH. You know, yeah, except there's no DH. I know. There's, unfortunately, <laughs> there's no DH in basketball. You can't just only play the offensive side of the floor. 